right, good evening, good evening. It's the Couch Potato Sports Report coming to you live from Cartersville, Georgia. And uh, in our studio tonight, we got a couple of guys that you might have heard of. We got Lee Stanley and we've got Colton Wade. Wade, I said Wade. <laughs> Colton Wade uh, sitting in tonight and uh, OG's out on assignment, we'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, we appreciate these guys coming in and give us giving us their insight on uh, the world of sports. And to start that off, guys, we got some uh, sad news coming in. Uh, just broke about an hour ago, I guess, with the legendary Jim Brown. Jim Brown passing away at eighty-seven. Uh, one of the greatest football players to ever play the game. Uh, he's a he's a just a true legend. He was uh, involved with. Um, you know, politics and it's not civil politics, rights, but yeah. civil rights era yeah. and all that stuff. And just a great man in a lot of people's eyes. So y'all just give me some insight on what y'all think about Jim Brown. Colton, we'll start with you. You know, first, rest in peace. Uh, to me, the best running back I've seen, the number 32. But he stood for himself off the field just as much on the field, you know, a uh, leader, social, uh, civil rights activist. So. Rest in peace. Lee? Well, uh, word on the street was he was the best lacrosse player that anyone had ever seen. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're, we're sure are glad he picked football. Oh, yeah. And uh, Cleveland Browns are, too, because I think uh, when he played for Cleveland, that's the last time they won a championship, right? I, I don't remember what year, but I think they won, won maybe two of them. And then it wasn't called a Super Bowl, though. And you know, um, there's a lot of talk about how the old old athletes couldn't hang with the athletes of today because of their bigger, stronger, faster. But Jim Brown is an exception to that rule, in my opinion. Absolutely, I agree. I mean, he's just he could do everything. If you've seen some of the film on him, uh, you know, he run the ball hard, and it, when when they tackle him, when they finally tackled him, oh, he would get up real slow, like. Man, my leg is broke. Or this and that. Then they come back, give it to him on the next play, go six or five yards. So, I mean, I, he was just a great player. Dick, you got any thoughts on that? Oh, yeah, no question about it. Um, the one thing I do like about him is that he went out on top. He went out his way, you know, did his thing with the movies, did his thing with uh, the community and helping everybody out. You know, he he wore the orange proud. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah just peace, bro. A, a legend in every way. I, I mean, I don't know if y'all – were familiar with the uh, the movie, uh, uh, what was it, Made in Miami? What was it? You remember what I'm talking about? What, what, what it was, it was based on Jim Brown, um, Sam Cooke, um, and some- Oh, uh, Midnight in Miami or Midnight something like Midnight in Miami, yeah, yeah that was I, it. I never got a chance to see it, but um, yeah. I do remember him in The Dirty Dozen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's- Showing off his skills one way or another. I mean, I remember watching that movie, uh, Dirty Dozen, and he, matter of fact, he gets killed in the movie. Yeah. Because he had to run and drop a bomb, I think. Yeah, drop those grenades. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I mean, you was looking at him running in <laughs> like, like a, you know, I, I call him a Mandingo. Yeah. I mean, he, just that boy was a Mandingo. You hear me? <laughs> if you want to look up Mandingo in the dictionary, it's probably going to say Jim Brown. You know, my something else, man. He was something else, but uh, 
having a hundred rifles with the uh, Rochelle or not Rochelle. Um, what's her name with the hair? Oh, Raquel Welch. Raquel Welch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Raquel Welch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, might've been one of the first interracial couples. I think they had a kiss on there or something like that. But, yeah. You know, back in the, the movies. Yeah. 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 All right, Lee, what you got, bro? No, uh, last time I heard you say that word, Mike, um, I do believe you were talking about Solaire. Yeah. After he crushed the home run in the World Series. Well, the hey, next time I saw yeah. you, I heard that word. It's it's more than one Mandingo, that's for sure. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, we, we sent out our condolences to Jim Brown's family. And, uh, you know, like you say, Colton, rest in peace, champ. I mean, a hell of a man. Yeah. All right, guys, moving on. We got some other news staying with football. Uh, Matt Ryan, former Atlanta Falcon uh, quarterback, coach quarterback, is going to the CBS booth to do some uh, uh, commentating. I mean, what what's y'all thoughts on that? You know, and the coach still owe him $12 million, so he didn't notice he did not say the word, I retire. Yeah, I don't know how that works because I heard that too. Um, that he didn't retire so he could get his money, but, and I don't know how that works, but then again, um, he's got a real squeaky voice, so I'm not sure how that's going to work in the booth. If you think about it. Well, I'm sure he's going to try to man up. I would think, you know, it was time. I think it was time for him to get out of the league. I've always been a big fan of Matt Ryan, but with that offensive line on the Colts still couldn't, stay up and right. you know still getting sacked so it was time um so looking forward to see what he can do yeah i agree i i think uh matt's time has came and went and the reason why he didn't re- say i retire is because he's got a guaranteed contract with indianapolis and if he retires he don't get that 12 million dollars so i'm gonna keep my mouth shut too oh yeah no question about it i mean he just all he has to do is just I guess regularly stay healthy, probably show up to a couple of practices. We we all know he's not gonna play, man. I'll take twelve million for that. Oh yeah. And he he knows he's he's done. He says he's still got some more, you know, in the tank, but who you know, who's gonna take that chance and pick up some of that contract? I wouldn't. I mean because when he first went, I was excited for him. I thought he still had more in the tank. Right. But you know, but it's just the league's changing at the quarterback position and He's moving out. Well, you know, you know, Lee, I, I was a big Matt Ryan fan. Uh, I used to catch flack about it because I tried to support him. And, you know, his in 2016, he uh, he made, you know, he became the MVP, had a hell of a year. I think he threw for like 4,900 yards, uh, 38 touchdowns. And that was the year we went to the Super Bowl, of course, and he had uh, Shanahan as his O.C., so all of that played a part in that, and he found out that he could get better under Shanahan, and they they became close friends. But also, uh, I understand that they had some meetings the way it was almost a knockdown drag out too, because he, Shanahan was trying to get him to change. So, you know, what's your thoughts on that? It was hard to cheer against Matt when he played for the Falcons. I mean, he had great numbers. He always had great passing numbers. Um, you know, he got sacked a lot, partly because of mobility and really because of offensive line issues over the years. Um, he's got the numbers. Um, 
maybe Hall of Famer. He's he's on he's on that line. Don't know if he'll get in, but sadly, like so many Atlanta mm-hmm. sports legends, ain't that the truth? It you know, there's always that one thing that everybody's gonna remember, and I'm not even gonna say. No, it. let's don't say it. That I, I, I every time I think about it, it gives me a cramp. I mean, it's just I'll never forget. I had a Super Bowl party at the house, and uh, we were up. Everybody was hooping and hollering. And then when we got in the fourth quarter, I told everybody, I said, I don't know where you got to go, but you got to get the hell out of here because I was beside myself. So, you know, it's just, you know, hey, Matt, go get him in the booth. How about that? All right, guys, moving on. When we come back, we are going to talk about the NBA playoffs. Is LeBron too old to carry on? Your thoughts. If you got any thoughts, hit us up. Let us know and Dex to talk to you. Back in a minute. Do you love your car, but hate the way it looks? Is it covered in dirt, dust, and grime? If so, then you need the best damn detailer of Cartersville, Georgia. We'll make your car look like new again, inside and out. We offer a wide range of detailing services to fit your needs, including exterior wash and wax, interior cleaning and detailing, engine cleaning and detailing, tire shine and ceramic coating. We only use the highest quality products and equipment, and our team of experienced detailers will take the time to get your car looking its best. So what are you waiting for? Call the best damn detailer of Cartersville, Georgia today and get your car looking like new again. Call at 470-909-5799 to schedule an appointment today. Again, that's 470-909-5799. Do you hear that? That's the sound of your muffler on its last legs. If you're hearing a loud noise coming from your exhaust pipe, it's time to bring your car to City Mufflers of Cartersville. We'll get your muffler fixed up right. We'll do it quickly and affordably. We've been serving the Cartersville area for over 20 years, giving only excellent service to our customers. So if you're looking for a reliable, affordable muffler repair, come to City Mufflers of Cartersville. We'll get your car back on the road in no time. Ask about our warranty on AC repair and muffler work. Call City Motors of Cartersville today at 770-607-0009 to schedule an appointment. We're located at 214 North Tennessee Street in Cartersville. That's City Mufflers of Cartersville, where we'll get your car back on the road and keep it there. All right, coming back on the Couch Potato Sports Report in Cartersville, Georgia. Want to remind you to uh, follow us on the Couch Spot on our Twitter handle. Uh, go to Facebook. Uh, you can pick us up on any streaming service, Spotify. And, uh, Dick, what else you got to follow with that? Uh, I want to give a shout-out to one of our uh, chatters, Mama OG. I hope your migraine feels better. We are pulling for you. 
All right, Mom OG. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, as, as I said before, we have Lee Stanley and Colton Wade in the studio tonight. And uh, guys, we're going to talk about some uh, NBA playoffs. Colton, I know you a big fan oh, of one LeBron James. And LeBron looked like he was running out of gas last night, bro. He did. He did. But is he 100% healthy? You know, right before playoffs started and they Lakers weren't going to make the playoffs. So, you know, LeBron was out for multiple weeks. And I think when the Lakers started pushing that playoff run and made the play-in game, he said, okay, I'm going to buckle up and shoot for this um, playoff run. And I can see it. You look at on his birthday in December, he scored 47 points. Um, in January, February, he was scoring 30 points, like eight games in a row, you know, just playing like 32-year-old LeBron, you know. And then all of a sudden he comes back and his energy is one thing, and you can blame that on the altitude or being 38, whatever. I get that. But just the mechanics, they're not there. He's 0% in the Western Conference Finals from the three-point line, so – and that's a big statement right there. It absolutely is. And you got people saying, don't shoot, don't shoot. I'm like, that's LeBron James. He's For them to beat the Nuggets, he's going to have to find that shot. And he's got to shoot. He's got to find the he's shot. Got to shoot. Lee, uh, do you think Anthony Davis what, – what part do you think Anthony Davis need to play in this thing to get them to uh, the next level? Well, he's going to have to score points because that's the primary source of points for them – it seems like it comes from Anthony Davis. He's got to get rolling, especially if LeBron can't hit the three. I agree with Colton. LeBron's got to keep shooting because um, everywhere LeBron has gone, he's been successful. You know, there, there's no doubt he's one of the best players of all time. Everybody knows that, that knows anything about basketball. Um, so he's got to find it. And, uh, you know, Anthony Davis, he's one of the best defensive bigs in the league. And he can't stop Jokic. No, he can't stop him. And that's that was very surprising to me. I didn't watch very much Denver Nuggets this year, but Jokic was blowing my mind. I can't believe the stuff he does. He looks kind of clumsy and awkward, and he's just scoring points, grabbing rebounds, passing the ball. So the Lakers have their hands full. LeBron's got his hands full, but I think they can still make it a series. I, I expect them to when they go back to LA. Well, speaking of the Joker. He had an off night and he had a triple double. Yeah, I mean, and, and this guy, if you watch him play, he does it at his speed, he does it so easy, and he makes the players around him better. You know, the, the, you know, we've talked many times on this show about you know, players passing up layups and this and that. I still hate that part of the game, but Jokic, when they throw the ball into him, because he does so much. You don't, you don't know if he's going to shoot it or pass it on the dribble. And and I, I like that about him. I mean, he, he involves everybody, and it don't even look like he's exerting that much energy. Uh, you know, he's he's a hell of a ball player, man. And, and you know, I, I just think that without him, Denver is nowhere near, you know, these games. Nowhere near. Four straight triple doubles, too. Not, you know, four, four straight. straight triple doubles. And he had an off night. Yeah, off night. I mean, I mean after game one, I said that's the – I deemed him the baddest man in the NBA, I think. Yeah. After game two, I said baddest man in the planet. <laughs> well, and then Murray shows up last night. You know, he, he coming back from that torn ACL. It's been about two years. 
And so he's coming back from that torn ACL and just came out of the hat last Straight night. Straight out, yeah. And he couldn't make a shot in the first quarter, and he couldn't miss in the fourth. And he couldn't miss, in the, and that that was he. And then he lived at the foul line, and that's what we tell our Atlanta Hawks. So I ain't gonna even go over there, but we tell them all that all the time. Dick, what you got? I mean, part of the problem with the Lakers is all the offense comes in and out of LeBron. You got to kind of decentralize things. He can't be the only one there. You know, he can't be the only one there. Yeah, and that's why they went out and made the trade, and they they got better. Uh, what's the what's the white kid, Golden Austin Reeves? Oh, Austin Reeves man, yeah. this boy is sweet. Oh, yeah, he dropped twenty two. Uh, yeah, yeah, he is sweet, and he is playing out of his mind yeah, right absolutely. now. Absolutely. And I think LeBron trusts him. You can tell he trusts him. Uh, you know, in uh, to to help them win because he goes to him a lot. I think he depends on him because. When LeBron's trying to get air, you know, uh, Reeves is, is is taking the hammer. Anthony Davis, my thoughts on Anthony Davis, let me tell you this. And you know I got a thought. Number one, I would not have him on my team. You know why? Because he missed half the that blame season with some kind of unknown ailment. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, if you so hurt. Okay, before I get to that, I want to go back to when he supposedly got hit in the head and he had a concussion, and then they wheeled him out on a wheelchair. Now, come on. Give me a break. And then all of a sudden, now he's got all this energy after missing. Let's see, they play 82 games. He probably missed 45. And now he got all this energy to play. Would not have him on my team. He showed you what he could be. And and like you were talking about handling – uh, the Joker, he just laughed the other night because he couldn't stop him. He just he said, "It ain't nothing I can do." That those are words that came out of his mouth. So I think it's a great series. I watched the game last night. It's going to be interesting if they can come back from this, you know, two O deficit. That's I do if, just want to punch in about the O two deficit. Six teams have came back O two in the conference finals. Yeah, in history. Two of them was LeBron James, so you can't count them out. No, you can't count them out. No. Um, I'm expecting a huge game three. He's probably going to have to just buckle up and do the LeBron show, but is if he's healthy, I'm yeah. I mean, you you can't count them out because you know whatever they're taking over there for him to keep going, Lee. <laughs> well, and if you're if you're pulling for the Lakers, that you've got to have that little thought in the back of your mind, like Chris Paul. You knew he was going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. You're like, when's Davis going down? If right. he does, they're done. Yeah. if yeah. He, Definitely if Davis goes, they're done because they're small. Uh, the, the Nuggets are so much bigger than the Lakers if you'll if you look. Absolutely. And, you know, Davis is the tallest thing they got in the middle, but he weighs, what, a buck 59? Nah, <laughs> not that much. Look at you. He's bigger now. He's bigger now. <laughs> So, you know. But uh, they do need to go with a bigger lineup. Running D'Angelo Russell, Schroeder, and Austin Reeves to start a lineup, that's way too small. Yeah, that's you way, know, too, way small. too small. But you got to get the Lakers credit when they when they came, uh, when they made the trade. That's that's when they got better, yeah. and that's what trades are supposed to do. So, you know, uh, uh, you know, we, we got another game, too. We got the Heat and the Celtics. And, uh, what you got? Hey, uh, I just wanted to uh, comment on a – comment from one of our chatters connor he said that murray has got to be contained but you know i'll be honest with you murray had such a great game you know he's again decentralized attack 
you can you can get things done when you got more than one person to to worry about. No yeah, doubt. Yeah. And I think that that game gave Murray a lot of confidence. You got to remember, he coming off of that torn ACL and he hadn't fully been himself. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I'm going to say, I, Colton, I, I kind of want to see the Nuggets win, but. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I, I got to want to see the Nuggets win and I hope Murray has a, has a time. But I, I think. Before we move off that subject in this game, Lee, will uh, how many games will this game with this series go? I'm thinking it'll go six because I do think the Lakers are going to get a couple of they're going to get a couple of wins. I th- I believe they will if Anthony Davis stays healthy and LeBron figures out his shot, like Colton says. Right. You know, I don't think it's I don't think they're going to get swept out, but you never know. Well, LeBron's got to shoot it cold. How many games? A fan in me says seven. We're pushing seven, but game six, realistically, you know, I remember being down 3-1 in uh, 2016, and I said it was over there. The momentum was gone. So I'm not going to say it's over. Let's hope for game seven. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's some good basketball. I got to give you that. I ain't, I ain't the biggest fan of run up and down the court and – and shoot threes, but I, I, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll say that the, the current playoffs have really pointed out fourth quarter clutch players. Yeah. Because, and one in particular is uh, Tatum for the Celtics. You look at his fourth quarter performances against the Sixers out of this world. Yeah. But then then he couldn't, he couldn't make anything against Miami in the fourth quarter. I was shocked. I was surprised about that because he was so clutch in the series before i'm like what happened to this guy and then what can you say about jimmy butler yeah jimmy butler is uh it's just incredible i i i I just don't um you know when they played the hawks in the in the play-in game somebody must have been laying down They, they you know and the word has been out like they didn't want to play boston in the first round Mm -mm. so they kind of laid down i don't know how true that is but that's a completely different team than played the Atlanta Hawks yeah. that night, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, no question about it. The Celtics uh-huh. are being outcoached. I mean, I think the Celtics are a better team, but I think they lose this series simply because of Eric Spolster Eric and Spolster. the way he's running the Miami Heat right now and Jimmy Butler. Yeah, well, uh, you know, they they getting a lot of contra- – Adebayo or what's his name? This this clown right here just gets in there and goes crazy in the middle. He's a defensive anchor. I mean, he goes crazy in there. And then Jimmy is just – I'm just looking at him, and Jimmy don't look that big. You ever seen his legs? They skinny as a pole. You know Jimmy and Kawhi Leonard's the same height, but you look at their arms. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard's arms are about two feet longer. I mean, really? Jimmy's got a weird build, but – yeah. He's he's a dog, and he scores in crunch time. So, and you can tell that they want it bad. He he's got some something different than a lot of players. He does. He you know, like during the regular season, it, he's a different player. He's just out there. You know, he's playing hard. He's scoring points. But when the playoffs come, he goes nuts. He goes. He just nuts. says, "I'm better than you. You're going to, have to deal with me." Do you the, feel like? Uh, are you feeling like a hunger is coming from Jimmy Butler? Yes. I feel like it just. He's a different player than like three years ago. Mm-hmm. Just, just something is driving him right now, and I don't know if it's his father time or something. But well, he knows he's close, and I think this is the closest I think he's ever been. So if he gets through the series, well, he was in the finals twenty twenty. 
With who? With Lakers and Miami. Okay, he was. That, a, I think that, that was their first year there. That was in that's the bubble. Right. That's yeah. bubble. Yeah. That's why I didn't remember because yeah. nobody really remembers the bubble. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, and then you got Pat Riley trending down, and like you said, Spolstra, uh, he's going down as one of the greatest coaches of this era. Uh, he's won what two titles? You know, uh, you can't. And then, like you say, uh, he he probably is out coaching that younger coach for the Celtics. So you know. It's, that's a good that's a good series as well. All right, Lee. Uh how many games? I I see that one going seven. I, I think they're pretty evenly matched. If the Celtics get going, they they do have more shooters. They can score more points than Miami, but Miami seems to be the tougher, you know, more physical team. So I think it's going the distance. Yeah, I agree. If Jalen Brown gets going, it's gonna be hard for him. That's the key. I got Miami in game seven, but They've got to give Jalen Brown the ball. I mean, yeah, yeah, Jalen Brown, and, and that's why I'm gonna favor uh, the Celtics because of Jalen Brown. If he if if he gets going and him and Tatum start teaming up like they do, I'm gonna favor them a little bit. Dick, what you got? Man, I, I can't even call it with that one, dude. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I I I would love to see Boston lose every time. Yeah, but you know. <laughs> I hate Boston, yeah, but I'm yeah, just going with it yeah. for the percentages. I know the NBA wants both series to go seven. That's more money they make. No, so, no <laughs> yeah. so anyway, uh, when we – oh, I done slapped my phone all over there. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, like I say, stay with us. Hey, tune in on uh, Podbean. Also, uh, follow us on the couch spot. And uh, when we come back, who are we going to talk about next, Cole? Where are we going? Who are we talking about? Who, who are we going to talk about next, Lee? I kind of wanted to talk about the uh, the bean pole named Wimby. <laughs> well, actually, what we yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. The Spurs, they're going to have the number one pick, and he probably going to San Antonio. All right, guys, back in a minute. If you're involved in a serious car, motorcycle, or truck wreck, call Cole Law at The Law Firm. That's 770-382-6000 here in downtown Cartersville. For 30 years, Cole has handled thousands of injury cases and will help anyone that's been injured due to carelessness. Remember, if you're involved in a wreck, do not talk to the other person's insurance company. Instead, Call Cole Law at 770-382-6000. It doesn't cost anything to call Cole, except a deserved settlement. Do you love your car, but hate the way it looks? Is it covered in dirt, dust, and grime? If so, then you need the best damn detailer of Cartersville, Georgia. We'll make your car look like new again, inside and out. We offer a wide range of detailing services to fit your needs, including exterior wash and wax, interior cleaning and detailing, engine cleaning and detailing, tire shine and ceramic coating. We only use the highest quality products and equipment, and our team of experienced detailers will take the time to get your car looking its best. So what are you waiting for? Call the best damn detailer of Cartersville, Georgia today and get your car looking like new again. Call at 
470-940-5799 to schedule an appointment today. Again, that's 470-909-5799. All right, coming back on the Couch Potato Sports Report, T-Bird, along with Lee, along with Colton and my buddy Dexter down there spinning and flipping and turning all the buttons. You know it. <laughs> so, guys, we're coming back. And uh, the San Antonio Spurs, they got the number one pick in the draft coming up. Uh, they had the draft lottery the other night. And uh, everybody seems to think that with the number one pick, they're going to pick who, Dex? Victor Wimbenyama. Okay, you heard it. Victor Wimbyama. Wimbyama. <laughs> That's why I call him Wimby. Yeah, yeah Lee, that works. That works. Lee, give us your thoughts on him and where the Spurs stand and uh 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 coach uh Pop. 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 Thank you. I like Pop. Well, yeah. it appears that tanking works. So I don't really like that, but it that's that's the fact. That's what happened. You know, Pop's just Threw in the towel. I thought he was just giving up. I thought he was going to retire. And now they got they got the big. They'll get the big boy. Yeah. Um. They call him a unicorn. Um. But I remember another unicorn named Ralph Sampson. Oh yeah. Out of Virginia, who was unstoppable in college. Amazing. Was he seven three? He was. I thought he was seven four. He was big, tall dude. And then when he got in the pros, he started breaking down. He did. So that would be my concern. With Wimbyama, he is very skinny, very tall. So, will the big will the big men in the NBA start breaking him down? Yeah, we'll Colton, see. Do you think that uh, if he, I'm sure they're going to try to you know strengthen him up and add a little weight to him. You think that's the right way to go with him? You got to put weight on him, obviously a little bit, but you know he reminds me of like a Kevin Durant style hybrid score. So Kevin Durant didn't have to put on the weight, but He's going to have to, you know, the pressure's on because, you know, you look at LeBron coming out of high school and Zahn at Duke. Um, the pressure is definitely on this kid. So going to Coach Popovich on the Spurs, that's probably the best place you can go for a young player. You know, Pops had two number one picks with David Robinson and Tim Duncan, and you see how their careers oh, turned oh, out. No so, and like you said, I, um, I think Pop was on his way out of the league, but I think he crumbled that two-week notice paper up. He's going to hang around a little bit longer. He said, I'm going to get a little dose to this before I get out of here, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I um, I agree with you, Colton. Going to San Antonio with Pop, he's going to get some of the best coaching there is in the NBA for the NBA game. To me, Pop plays the game uh, as close to a team game more so than anybody in the NBA because, again, I, I love basketball. I, I, I want to say I love the NBA, but I just don't like this style that they play. Um, so, you know, when you think about Zion, played one year at Duke, and he's probably played – has he played 20 games in his career? 
Yeah, he has. He's just been injured a lot. When he's on, he's on. When he's off, he's off. He's well, he's been off for about two years. Well, he's he was on during this season. He played pretty well this season. Well, he didn't play but about 20 games. But he played well this season when he played. I'm, I'm not defending the guy. I'm not like a Pelicans fan or nothing. I'm just saying part of the problem, especially when it comes to big men, is they tend to put the weight on them too fast. And there's a lot of injuries that ends up happening. I mean, it happened with Yao Ming. It happened with Sean Bradley. It yeah, but they with, didn't put no weight on on Zion. I, I just think no, he, Zion put the wrong he, weight on. Yeah, they I trying mean, to take they, weight they, off of Zion. Yeah, yeah, they was trying to take weight off of him. And yeah, he's eating at uh, the Cafe Dumont too much, too many beignets, <laughs> you know. But yeah, I mean, let's be honest, there's really good food down in New Orleans. But the point is, is that they put on the wrong kind of weight with a lot of these guys. And so there's, there's, the bones just can't take it, man. Well, you know, Zion is made like a linebacker, and I know we we, we, we still relating to Victor, but uh, what what this is what blows my mind about Zion is, okay, he hurt, but, but, but before the game, he's out there slam ducking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he can't play. Well, I don't get that. Help me out here, Colton. Lee, what y'all got? I mean, what does that mean? You heard him. He said he doesn't feel like Zion yet. When he feels like Zion again, <laughs> you'll see him. They signed that man for to $245 million, yeah. and he don't feel like himself yet. That crawfish is good. He don't yeah, feel like himself. Yeah, the crawfish it, is good. So. Lee, I, I mean, uh, Dad, he don't feel like himself yet. Well, you know, big days will make you not feel like yourself sometimes. My so. goodness gracious, what you got to do? You out there slamming you gorilla talking? <laughs> this is pregame, and you out there gorilla talking, and then they say, oh, he's not going to play tonight. <laughs> he done worked up a lot out there, you know? <laughs> Good God almighty. So. Man, it's 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 rough. I will I will say, though, you know, there's a lot of problems with putting on too much weight with those big guys, especially, you know, Wimbenyama. The good thing is he's young. He's got nothing but upside, 19 years old. I mean, he is a bit of a string bean, but. Well, he's going to have to get in the weight room. I think they're going to have to build him up. And then you got to, man, you, yeah, he you is playing against, light. now he's playing against grown men. Yeah. So, you you know, you're going to have to have something in there. Yeah, he's a little light in the ass. Yeah, element. just a little, it's, just it's, a little. I mean, but if he got the footwork, I mean, I've seen him. He's got good footwork. He's got a great touch. I do worry about him getting banged up for real. Well, like, he's know. got a great shot. Uh-huh. And maybe he'll stay out of the paint and he won't mix it up with the big guys in there and just, you know, pop threes all day and yeah. every now and then run in there and do a fantastic dunk on somebody. Well, you know, we'll see. I'm sure, like uh, Colton said, being with Pop, he's going to learn how to play the game the right way. So, anyway – uh, let's talk about some Braves baseball just for a little bit. You know, I think the Braves are 29, 28, and 16, something yeah, like that. Like that yeah. We're in first place in the East. Uh, the Mets don't know what's going on with them. 27 and 16. Okay, 27, 16. Uh, we, we're, you know, we play well at times. Uh, in my opinion, I think we need to play a lot more small ball and stop depending on the home run all the time because it's either boom or nothing and uh you know again you know y'all guys tell me what y'all think the state of the braves in cold is cold i mean i like it you know take a year off not winning the world series and it's like they got their hunger back this year um 
talking about Olsen batting at second, there's some things I would like to see changed in the rotation. I'd like to see him move farther down and maybe Michael Harris come up to the second spot. Um, but what about Acuna? MVP? Is that on lock yet? When do we lock it in? That's what I'm talking about. Uh, the, the running MVP. What is doing that? Three it, straight home runs? Yeah. This series? I mean, I just mean. doing it all. Lee, is he not doing it all? Acuna is blowing my mind. He, he's he's. They talk about a five-tool player. He is that guy. Uh, Acuna is doing everything. And if, you know, I think when, when you look back on if we can keep him in Atlanta, he will be one of the greatest Braves of all time. No doubt. And I, I think um, the Couch Potato Sports Report asked about who your favorite Brave is on Twitter. That's right. I saw that. That's I, right. I said, Hank Aaron, duh. <laughs> <laughs> but Acuna is going to be everybody's favorite if he sticks around. If he keeps playing like this, I can't believe how fast he is. People quit running on him. Yes. Because he was throwing everybody out. Yes. So he's, you know, he's not everybody's flavor because he's got a little style and a lot of older guys don't like to see that flashiness but you he is getting props and he will be recognized nationally big time no doubt he is worth the price of admission I, whatever i'm doing in the house if i'm not at the game when he comes up to bat i stop what i'm doing because i got to see what ron lacuna does i love his style he reminds me of a uh a Dave Parker back in the day when they called Dave Parker the best player in baseball, played right field, hit for power, had average speed, but they, he was he was throwing people out left and right. You, I know Lee, you probably remember Dave Parker uh, when he played for uh, the Cincinnati Reds uh, in the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, and I, I I just love watching Acuna when he gets on base. Colton, I agree with you when you say. We need to put Michael Harris in that second spot. Olsen is awful there. He's killing us. Mm -hmm. Michael Harris can bunt. Michael Harris can uh, make contact to move Acuna, and Acuna can be open to more stealing more bases. Right. And I don't know why Snit refuses to uh, put somebody that can make contact in that second spot. Also, I I'm sorry. I love Acuna. I mean, I love uh, Snit. I really do. But I have to have a meeting with Snit about the way we use pitchers. Every year you talk about, well, our bullpen is just wore out. You know why they wore out? Because we're using five to seven to eight pitchers a game. Got to let them pitch. You got to let them pitch. You got to let a Spencer Strider go deep. You got to let Charlie Martin go deep. If in, in Snit's eyes, if they get to five innings, Oh, the pitch count is up? Man, you're paying this guy $20 million. You know, if he's all right after 110 pitches, let him throw a few more. Snit seems to be set, set in his ways. You know, he's slow to change. Slow. He's slow to change batting orders. He's slow to change his ways. If if that pitcher gets 100 pitches, that's, that's it. He's coming out. Yeah. And one thing I was thinking about is how young Acuna is. Only 25. He's 25. Yeah. I mean, and you got a minimum. Yeah, you got a minimum seven more years for him, you know, providing, you know, he's injury free. It's, you got to sign that guy. That's why I say, man. I posted on Facebook the other day, right when he hit that home run. I said, we must sign Ron Lacuna right now. Whatever he wants. Whatever he wants. Because, number one, if he wins MVP, 
you know what he gonna be commanding then. So yeah. double A better get his pen out and make one of those another Acuna deal like he did when he was younger and got him to seven years. You better make one now for another seven years right now. Right now. Yeah. Otherwise, he's, he might head off to New York. You know, we don't. We We've, don't seen need to him him. We've seen him leave in the past talking about other uh, players. Yeah, yeah don't let it surprise me. It will no happen. Yeah. Don't let it surprise me no more. Uh, I want somebody to tell me who's playing better than Acuna. Nobody can tell and, you that. And in his current form, who has played better than him? What, young, young Barry Bonds? Who's do, who, oh, oh, you mean who in the past? has done what he's doing current, just right now? I would, he's say, a, he's I would say a young Barry Bonds because Bonds was a, a – Freaking Hall of Famer before he started shooting up. Oh, yeah. He had won the freaking uh, MVP four times. Yeah. Four times before what he finished all, with the, all the controversy. Yeah, seven. Yeah, seven, yeah. So, you know, Ron Lacuna is the Braves' heartbeat to me. Uh, hey, Mama G said Brooks Robinson. Yeah, Brooks was a heck of a third baseman. He was, uh, uh, you know, I'd like to see what Brooks's offensive numbers were over the long haul, but you got a good point, Mom OG. Good point. <laughs> Don't know how many steals he had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's always a good question. But you know, let's let going down the Braves lineup. Let's talk about Marcel Azuna. Everybody two weeks, three weeks ago wanted to get rid of Marcel Azuna, and finally, I think he's kind of got his foot in a little bit, Lee. Uh, I think it was just you. <laughs> nah, it, wasn't, it wasn't just me. They were booing him in church. Uh, I went to a game about three, four weeks ago. His batting average started at ninety-four that game. I think by the end of the game, by the end of the game, it was eighty-nine, and the crowd wouldn't. He's booed every time he walked up, and you know now he's batting at one seventy-six. He's starting to swing the he ball a little bit, and, and and hitting some homers, and and you know we're giving him a lot of money. It ain't you got to play him. You got to play him, so I'm glad he's swinging the ball. I'm, I'm glad he's swinging too because if if he gets back to the Marcel Azuna of 20, look how much deeper that lineup is going to be, you know? And and Lee, uh, I don't know what your thoughts are on it, but, uh, you know, Snit, he's a platoon master. So, you know, what's your thoughts? Well, he had to start hitting. Mm-hmm. He had to. I think he would have been on a bus out of town and put, put him on a Greyhound. On a release. But – you you shouldn't mention the you shouldn't mention things like returning to his twenty twenty form because you know that might have been the year where he had a few missteps. No, along it was, the way. <laughs> no, no, it was his driving that was in, form. Uh, that was in twenty one. Twenty twenty was the bubble year, remember? And he was in the running for MVP. He just got to keep his nose clean. Yeah, and and I think he, you know, he's he soured, a few, uh, you know, had some sour grapes there. But also, he had a meeting with Snit, and he told Snit that that, you know, he was ready to quit. That's how much it got in his mind because he know the fans were on him. He know he wasn't doing anything, and he know he was making a lot of money. So, you know, credit to him to, to, to kind of right the ship a little bit, you think? Yeah. Well, he's paid to hit a baseball. So if he if he can start hitting it, then the fans will start cheering again. That's right. how it goes. All right, guys. That's a little bit on the Braves. When we come back, we're going to talk about, a little bit about some NFL football, the Atlanta Falcons, uh, with mini count coming up, and all the new faces we got. We'll be back in a little bit. And if you got any questions or comments, hit us up. 
on the couch spot. that that's the sound of your muffler on its last legs if you're hearing a loud noise coming from your exhaust pipe it's time to bring your car to city mufflers of cartersville we'll get your muffler fixed up right we'll do it quickly and affordably we've been serving the cartersville area for over 20 years giving only excellent service to our customers so if you're looking for a reliable affordable muffler repair come to city mufflers of cartersville we we'll get your car back on the road in no time. Ask about our warranty on AC repair and muffler work. Call City Motors of Cartersville today at 770-607-0009 to schedule an appointment. We're located at 214 North Tennessee Street in Cartersville. That's City Mufflers of Cartersville, where we'll get your car back on the road and keep it there. Hey, this is Mo Better from the Couch Potato Sports Report. Graduation is upon us, and a new car is a great gift. Don't just send them into the world with a reliable ride, but unreliable insurance. At the LeVette Group, we will find the best tailor-made policy. We could even add on renter's insurance for further coverage and a better deal. Just call Todd Dean at the LeVette Group. Call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Again, call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. All right, coming back on the Cash Potato Sports Report live from Cartersville, Georgia, in uh, Admission Road Studio. Um, we are going to talk about the Atlanta Falcons right now. And uh, Colton, uh, the Falcons just got through a rookie minicamp, okay, and then uh, the OTAs, the regular OTAs, are going to be coming up in a couple of weeks. So, with the new faces we got being B. John Robinson, Matthew Bargeron, uh, Phillips, and a couple of more, what's your thought on how we're going to be this year? Well, we got the offensive and defensive weapons now. Um, just looking at our the pick, the first pick we took, B. John Robinson. The versatility is going to be pretty nice. Um, we're going to have options. Desmond Ritter, you know, he has options now. And so I think the pressure's on him. You know, he's young. That's why they brought in the backup, um, Heineke, I think. Yeah, Taylor So they know he knows he's got to step it up or they'll go with Heineke. But I think Ritter's going to be a good fit with this uh, offense. And I'm really looking forward to it. I'll have my eyes on Robinson for fantasy for sure. <laughs> Lee, your thoughts? Yeah. Um, I kept hearing from sports pundits that you don't take a running back in the first round, and I kind of agree with that. But when it comes to Bijan, he's the real thing. And to put him with with Patterson and Algiers and all our, all our receiving, I'm telling you, it – it's like Colton said, it, it, a lot of this is going to come down to Ritter. And I hate to say that, a lot of pressure on a young kid. But if he can perform decently, I think we're going to win some games. I think we're, you know, the whenever I listen to people talk about the Falcons, they are not giving them a shot. But and maybe it's the homer in me, but 
I think they're going to be pretty good. Yeah, uh, I said on the show last week, I think we're going to make, make the playoffs. Uh, I think uh, you when you get a quarterback, you tell Desmond Ritter that he's your starter, open up the playbook and let him play football. You can't be scared. You got to let him play football. He was a he was a really good uh, college quarterback at Cincinnati. Let him do what he do, and then if he don't do what he used to do, then start making an assessment. But you can't keep coddling that guy and telling man if you don't do this, you don't do that. We're gonna lose. No, you you got a better offensive line now. Uh, you fill the left guard spot with Bergeron, and then you got. Uh, uh, B. John Robinson back there. I'm with you. I probably would have went defense right there, but hey, they did it. It's done. Now it's time to go to work. Dick, what you got? Man, I'm actually just going to pass this one out to the chatters. I mean, we got Annalie, we got Patrick, Connor's been uh, dropping some love. Mama OG is always listening. So I want to pass it on to you guys. What do you think about the Falcons? So as soon as you guys say something, I will, uh, I'll put it in. Well, great. Uh, and I'm glad everybody's chiming in. Oh, Connor said he loves the Jesse Bates pickup. So, yeah. Yeah. Connor. Yeah. Great shot there, Connor. You got Jesse Bates and then you pick up Phillips, uh, who's uh, he's a he's a cornerback that basically all the pundits was saying he should have went in the uh, bottom of the first round. I, yeah. And uh, lower first round. Then you get him at a fourth round pick. And if he's that good, then we got some. I mean, Atlanta's looking like a no-fly zone. That that's right. They've got I mean, they've got defense. Call it Colton. They've got the defense. You know. uh, on paper. On paper. Okay, yeah, we got paper. you know, we got Zach Harrison out of the Ohio State. Now he's gonna be more of a project. They're gonna bring him along slowly. But with the other people you got, um the cat from um from the Ravens, uh who's the big pickup we had? Was that Bud Dupree, the linebacker? Well, you got well, you got Bud Dupree, Calais Campbell, Calais Campbell. Uh, you know these guys, they on one year deals, but I, when they come in there, they better be ready to work. Connor said that uh, hopefully AJ can work with Akuda as well. So, oh yeah, AJ Terrell, yeah, uh, and and then you got Akuda who was uh, uh, when he a number one pick. He was he was in the first round. That is a good question. I'm he up. was a number one pick for Detroit, and uh, I, I know he he started off pretty good, got injured, and so you got a first round. He was number one pick. He was a first round pick. So you know we we got some pieces in in place. You got the new DC uh, Nielsen from the yeah. uh, Saints. So it's time. You know it's it's time, and and I don't want to see no coddling from Arthur Smith and them. Turn it up. Let let uh, Ritter throw the ball down the field. You know, we were talking about a unicorn. You call Kyle Pitts a unicorn. I want him to be a unicorn in 2023. And a big player, I think, that's got to step up for our offense, too, is Kyle Pitts. Yeah, no doubt He's about it. He's got to get the ball. He's got to get the ball, and you got to find a way. Don't tell me. I don't want to hear no more about, well, the coverage rolled over to the left because he was double covered. Kelsey catch the ball with three people on him every game. And they'll tell you they're throwing to him. And, and they'll tell you they're throwing to him. So if he Kyle Pitts is a Dat Blaine unicorn, I want him catching the Dat Blaine ball. Is, is that understood? Facts. Yes, sir. We, it, it's time. We, we hear you loud and clear. This is year three for Arthur Smith. 
And you got a, I got a feeling if he don't make the playoffs in year three with spending him and uh, Terry spending $60 million and bringing players in, it's going to be a meeting. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Man, you guys are getting a lot of love from Connor over here. He's talking about how uh, Smith should open up, um, well, should open that up. I guess he'll open up the offense. And then he's saying you guys are preaching it up. So. I, I, hey man, that, that's what, I, I'm a fan, Connor. I'm a fan. I get pissed off when we lose. It runs my whole Sunday, Connor. You understand? You got to join in every Friday, man, at 6 p.m. Eastern. We uh, yeah, we love the chat. We, we love get the it chat, done. Man. Hey, Connor, we might have you in the studio since you uh riding with the bird. Shoot, <laughs> I agree with Connor that we need to open up the offense a little. But Arthur Smith likes running the ball, and we're going to run it a lot. And we've got the horses to do it, too. Yeah, but we we're going to run it a lot. But I would love to see Ritter sling it around a little bit to London and Pitts. To make up, to keep them honest, and that open up. Algiers is a friggin' battering ram. I love that kid. I love that kid. <laughs> I mean, man. when you get Robinson that early, like you said, he is a generational type running back. But you pass on guys like Jalen Carter, somebody we really could have used, oh. they're going to run the ball. I mean, you know, they're running the ball. And speaking of that, Colton, we, we got to tie them up right here, Lee. You got Jalen Carter, you got Nolan Smith, and you let them get by? And Nolan what, Smith what? went last pick of the first yes. round? Yes. Why you not drafting no players from the University of Georgia when they don't want back-to-back titles? Now it's the Philadelphia Bulldogs. Yeah, they're I don't understand silly. that. I think we got to ask Arthur. I'm afraid maybe he's a Tech fan or something. <laughs> Well, oh. I, I, you know, I just hey, don't. A couple, a couple of our listeners are Tech fans, Connor and Patrick. So. Okay. <laughs> well, see, I'm a Notre Dame fan, and I'm saying that you, believe, you, 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 you got to at least you, you know we're on the air, man. You can't just be saying you're a Notre Dame fan Mike and not expect love. somebody to. You know, I'm a clown, you right? Well, you know, the only thing I got to say is this: my show. Uh, and I'll say exactly what, what I want. What do you think about <laughs> Notre Dame QB going to Alabama? Yeah, I saw that. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, he's my enemy now. Yeah, but. I mean, you know, it, it, he's my enemy. It, you know, he, Not to get off topic, but Alabama needed that. They probably did. And, and you know, uh, Notre Dame brought in another quarterback, and that's why he, he shot the bullet. And now with the transfer portal and, and all that stuff, man, uh, what do you do? There ain't nothing you can do. If if they gonna they gonna get out, they gonna get out. They gonna get out. They're if, the enemy. If you debt, uh, if you go to the to the University of Colorado, you know it. And you get up there, and and uh, Colton is up there as the as the quarterback, and you say, "I know, I, I came here as the quarterback." You are gonna get pissed off, and then you are gonna leave. It democratizes the whole process. Well, I'm all about it, man. Lee, what's your thoughts on the portal? No, it's a it's a harsh reality for us old school uh, college football fans, but you know the best teams are going to learn how to play that game, and you know and it, it the helps. SEC teams have learned to play the game, the transfer portal game. Yeah, well, it's alive and well. All right, guys, when we come back, we're going to touch on Ja Morant. You know, he out there doing what Ja Morant does, making a lot of money. And making bad decisions. Back in a minute on the Cash Potato Sports Report.
If you're involved in a serious car, motorcycle, or truck wreck, call Cole Law at The Law Firm. That's 770-382-6000 here in downtown Cartersville. For 30 years, Cole has handled thousands of injury cases and will help anyone that's been injured due to carelessness. Remember, if you're involved in a wreck, do not talk to the other person's insurance company. Instead, call Cole Law at 770-382-6000. It doesn't cost anything to call Cole except a deserved settlement. Hey, this is producer Dex with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can compare to sharing your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? That's where Podbean comes in. Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop or phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. Hi, guys, coming back on the Couch Potato Sports Report. Uh, and, you know, guys, when we're off air, we're talking about John Morant. John Morant is making some terrible decisions and, uh, you know, standing up, holding a gun, and he took a picture of himself. How dumb was that? So, Lee, uh, what, what, if you're the commissioner, what you going to do with that? Well, the commissioner is kind of put in a position. Um Silver's going to have to sit him down longer than he did last time. What was it, eight games? Yeah. So he'll probably get 25 games or something like that. They'll probably bring down the hammer. Um, you, you know, we were talking about Zion, and I was thinking, you know, he needs a handler, you know, to, <laughs> yeah. to monitor what he's eating. And, <laughs> and John needs a handler. You I know, agree. they need to assign, you know, some guy in a black suit and a limo to just drive him around wherever he wants to go and, you know, get the phones away from him so nobody sees him going crazy because it's, you know, we've all, we've all been young and crazy. Well, not all of us, but some of us have been young and crazy and we've done <laughs> stupid things, but there can't be phones recording all this stuff. You know, some of us are old and crazy. So there's that. <laughs> I, I'm going to go against the grain on this one. You know, we live in America. We have the second amendment. Why does that end for him? The, the reason why, because in the NBA, that they got a business. They have a shield. He is representing the NBA. They don't want that. And 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 I, I get exactly what you're saying. Matter of fact, J.J. Reddick was, was kind of defending him in that way, too. He didn't do anything wrong. But because of his previous, you don't need to be seen with no gun, bro. You, you, you just don't need to be doing that. You know, um, I used to work in the school system, and when teachers put something stupid on Facebook or social media, they heard about it. Right. And, you know, if it's like if you got a first-grade teacher and she's putting nudie pictures on the Internet, she's getting fired. Yeah, she's good. Um, so there are different rules in place depending on what your job is. Um, so Jaws just got to watch what he's doing. And, you know, it's one thing 
to be a gun owner, you know, to go, go shoot targets, go, you know, practice shooting, go hunting, but it's just a bad look. Right. Bad uh, look for John. There's so much to say. Uh, John Morant, NBA dumb boy, you know, he <laughs> just not making smart decisions. Uh, he didn't break the law. And I'm so I'm on the fence on this whole topic because yeah, he didn't break the law, but he had a big meeting with Adam Silver when all this took place the first time. I mean, John Morant's a mentor to the youth. He's a young, right. he's not an all-star now. He's turning into a superstar. He's representing the NBA and he's got a lot of young kids looking up to him and they see him on live, you know, streaming guns. And, you know, like you said, it's, he didn't break the law, but he just got in trouble for this. Yeah. So he is. I predict, I predict big trouble. I mean, Nike just pulled his shoe that's supposed to release off the website. Um, you got sponsors dropping them. When that starts happening, it almost makes other people react worse and worse, and the media's going to hype it up. So Silver's going to have to respond. And I am i don't want to see him out for a long time because he is such a great player, but I, I think he's out for at least half the season. Yeah, I, I, I ain't bringing him back to the All-Star break. You know, and what's that, in February? Yeah, because, I mean – you gotta, you gotta stop that. When all this happened the first time, Grizzlies players were having, you know, beef between each other. They were comment making comments like, "Oh, some players just don't need to go out; they just need to stay in right. and focus on basketball." And then you got Morant saying, "Who do you see struggling the most with in the playoffs?" And he says, "Celtics, confident, yeah. you know, saying I'm right. fine in the West." And then, you know, you find yourself leaving in the first round. I love John Morant, but he's got to mature. Well, you know, when when you when you look at that, what the NBA is, uh, what, 90, 90% black, maybe yeah. 95. Okay. So we, ha we have to go to that question to where, uh, you know, a lot of young black kids, any kid in particular, but, and I have to say the young black kids because they, they looking at him and they can't think in their mind that if I do make it to the NBA, I can still have my gangster lane going on. You the, can't do that. Jaw wasn't brought up. And he went to a private school. Jaw is from <laughs> the suburbs. Okay. He's from the burbs. He had he has both parents. Okay, That's what you call who, fake who is he? Okay, with that look, who he's is he appealing to? He's literally not representing who he is. He's just being a he, poser. He, he, here's right. The, here's the thing. I, I just wanted to say this. Uh, Patrick suggested that Jaw give, uh, give his knees to D-Rose. Which I think is hilarious, and then <laughs> the freaky robber is blaming the rap music. Which I'm like, all right, whatever. Uh, but here's a here's a thing. He's he he's losing people because his fans are like, this is not who you are. And then the people who wouldn't like him anyway, they now have all this fodder to put him down. Right. So he's just, he's not winning anybody over, and the kind of people that he's winning over aren't going to the games anyway. That's not a reason. You're giving the people the wrong reason to either watch you or cheer for you or whatever yeah. just do your thing but i do i do want to you know criticize the critics on this because they're not saving that same energy whenever there's a school shooting that's true they're not saving that same energy for any for um what was it a uh, kid rock was shooting those beers right nobody's saving that same energy but for the black guy they are definitely have all that bottled up I'm, you know, I'm just no, no, I, I know. And then the, the comparison is going to be made. That was a few years ago that there was a white guy in the NBA that had two guns 
and he took a picture of himself. wasn't much made of it. This is the argument. We don't even there. know who that person's name is because it's not. Right, that's it's, what I'm saying. So the, the criticism is. But there. we're we're not trying to make it a black white issue. I'm. But that comes up when these things happen. America is, is that understood? Black, white issue. But, but but no, I'm I'm just stating facts. You I understand? Too, I'm just I'm just stating facts with that. And uh, so you know he's got to make better decisions. And his daddy don't need to be sitting over there acting like a rapper and doing stupid stuff as well. He is daddy. Yeah, dad's got to kind of step in. So, so you know, uh, but as far as me. He's gonna he's gonna be out to All Star break because I'm gonna really send a message to him to let him know the next time you do it if you do it again I'm gonna suspend you for the year. I mean you when you start getting in their pocket hopefully you know things will turn. Well, I mean between him and Devin Brooks, what what's Memphis supposed to do? <laughs> well, Dylan Brooks ain't got to worry about it because he ain't got no job no more. Uh, he's going to China. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I just, you know, I, I just thought we needed to bring in that with, with job because it's been a big story around and, uh, you know, they need to make better decisions. So, you know, uh, talking about Dylan Brooks, though, he should have never told LeBron. Give me 40. There you go. Because <laughs> he gave it to him. Now Dylan Brooks is gone. Yeah, <laughs> How yeah. much do you think, like, LeBron has sort of control over that, you know, about Deborah Brooks being gone? I don't know. I, I mean, mean, I, I mean, I'm, talking I, I don't see I'm how, only talking the conspiracy like here, but him directly or the just saying like, base. yo, get rid of him, rid of or him. you know, the the league just being. Yeah. Like, I don't see yo, how they would listen to LeBron. Guy, so. I think LeBron has so much love. The fans and media can get this guy out of the league, but I don't think directly LeBron himself. Yeah, I don't role. think I don't think he directly because did. I mean, we can go back. 15, 20 years, LeBron's always had that Lance Stevenson chirper in his ears. And it's always always helped him, really, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say one thing, though. Like, he is the face of the league. He's never had any controversies. Yeah, shout out to He's always had, you know, he's been with the same woman. He doesn't have a bunch of kids running around. You know, he's, he's a good guy. And, you know, that's what the league wants to celebrate. So, yeah. All right, guys. Hey, when we come back, we're going to wrap it up and we're going to talk a little bit. We're going to have a little golf story for you. We're going to have a little Atlanta United. They're going to be quickies. And we're going to talk a little bit about the baseball rules and see how everybody likes that. Back in a minute. Did you hear that? That's the sound of your muffler on its last legs. If you're hearing a loud noise coming from your exhaust pipe, it's time to bring your car to City Mufflers of Cartersville. We'll get your muffler fixed up right. We'll do it quickly and affordably. We've been serving the Cartersville area for over 20 years, giving only excellent service to our customers. So if you're looking for a reliable, affordable muffler repair, come to City Mufflers of Cartersville. We'll get your car back on the road in no time. Ask about our warranty on AC repair and muffler work. Call City Motors of Cartersville today at 770-607-0009 to schedule an appointment. We're located at 214 North Tennessee Street in Cartersville. That's City Mufflers of Cartersville, where we'll get your car back on the road and keep it there. If you're involved in a serious car, motorcycle, or truck wreck, call Cole Law at The Law Firm 
That's 770-382-6000 here in downtown Cartersville. For 30 years, Cole has handled thousands of injury cases and will help anyone that's been injured due to carelessness. Remember, if you're involved in a wreck, do not talk to the other person's insurance company. Instead, call Cole Law at 770-382-6000. It doesn't cost anything to call Cole except a deserved settlement. All right, coming back on the Couch Potato Sports Report in Cartersville, Georgia. Um, want to give a shout out to all the people that's joined us tonight. We got Connor, Patrick, Anna Lee, and I think that's in the Philippines. So, Annalie, thank you so much for joining us all the way from the Philippines. Uh, Mama OG, you are always welcome here because you are with us every week. And Light Bright, thanks for making it bright in here on the show every week. So, we appreciate all you guys. And you guys, uh, share it with all your friends. Tell them when when we're on. Oh, the Freaky Robber also had uh, some comments. So. Okay, the Freaky Robber. Whoever that whoever is. Whoever that is. <laughs> Share it with all your friends. Tell them when that uh, catches. Y'all can catch us on Spotify, Podbean Live, uh, Facebook. Um, uh, you can go to the Couch Spot again on Twitter, and uh, you know, share the show, man. We want everybody to to hear us. Like I say, we got a we got somebody listening from the Philippines. So how about that? Yeah. All right, Lee. Uh, you gonna give us a little take on the PGA Tour, right? I'll, I'll give you a little something. So this weekend. Um, it's the PGA Championship. It's the second of the four golf majors. Um, John Rahm won the Masters. He's been on a roll along with Scotty Scheffler, who is currently leading the PGA Championship. It's at one of the supposedly hardest courses in America called Oak Hill up in New York. Um, a famous golfer named Ben Hogan said that the first hole was the hardest hole he'd ever played. However, today's pros are bombing drives on number one at Oak Hill and throwing in pitching wedges and making it look easy. So the game is definitely different these days. Uh, the other big news in golf right now is that some of the live tour players are playing in the majors. So you got DeChambeau, the guy that bulked up, got really big so he could hit bombs. Now he's lost that weight back, but he's mm -hmm. still playing well. You got Dustin Johnson who went over to the live tour. He's playing in the PGA championship along with Phil Mickelson. So Sunday afternoon should be interesting. You'll, you'll have some big names on the leaderboard and be cool to see who takes the next big trophy. Well, one thing's for sure. We know Tiger ain't going to be in it. So no. <laughs> All right, Colton. Uh, you know, we, we talk about uh, the Atlanta Braves and the new baseball rules and everything. What's your thoughts on the new baseball rules? When it first became established when the talks were about it, I was so against it, you know, but – um, now I love it. You know, I can go to a game during the week and I'm home by 11 o'clock. Um, makes a game, you're more, you know, more tuned in, faster pace. Um, I think the only thing I would kind of draw back on is it's a little too easy to steal a base. I think Acuna's <laughs> got 18. Yeah. Um, but I'm not hating on it like I was. I'm, I'm coming to like it. Well, the new rules have changed baseball. And I, I felt the same way like Colton. I was like, what are, what are we doing? Just play baseball the, the old way. Uh, 
Um, but the games are literally 30 minutes faster on average, which is great for the average fan. And it's going to get more people coming to games, more people watching on TV because you don't have to stay up so late. There's more steals. Batting averages are up. I want to say around 20% higher in general batting averages because the shift is gone. So I think that's pretty Thank cool God for that. Yeah. I, I didn't really like the shift. Um, now you can, you can bat more strategically. Um, and with the, with the clock going, it keeps, keeps the players engaged and it keeps the fans engaged. I like the new rules. Yeah. It keeps the game moving. And I was like, y'all, I hated it too. I, when they started talking about that, I, I pitched a fit right here on the show. And, uh, but I gotta say, and I also said this on the show too, that, uh, I do like a lot of the new rules. Uh, I do like the pitch clock. Uh, the only thing I, I, I like that we don't have the shift anymore. I think that's the way baseball should be played. But the only thing that I do not like still is that putting that extra runner on and extra innings. That drives me nuts. I mean, you know, of course I'm going to like it if we score, but let play baseball. Play baseball the way it's designed to play. You play until – uh, the home team or, or the game is over uh, with the home team winning or, or, or once the home team get all their outs, right, whether they win or lose. So I, I, I didn't like that, but everything else I like. So, you know, that's it in a nutshell. Dick, you got us some stuff on Atlanta United. Oh, yeah. They played uh, the uh, Rapids here right on Mercedes-Benz Stadium. They put on a clinic. They uh, They scored four goals. It was kind of nuts. My nephew was at the game. He helped walk in the players, so that was kind of nice. But, um, yeah, man, they just, they just played so well. I'm looking forward to them playing Chicago in Chicago. They, You know, Chicago's at the bottom of the pool, but they're still thirsty, so we'll see what happens. All right. And, of course, I go to the game on Saturday when we play Charlotte, and the team looked terrible. <laughs> yeah, they got their red card. <laughs> I, I'm like, they, it's like they just weren't in the game. Yeah, they weren't playing tough. They weren't playing hard, and then a whole a completely different team shows up Wednesday. So hey, we'll we'll take it. Maybe they're back. All right, guys. Whatever well, you have it, I want to thank our special guest Lee Stanley, uh, Mr. Lee Stanley, and Mr. Colton Way for joining in tonight. And uh, we want to thank everybody that joined us tonight, and especially our new sponsors. So uh, keep listening. We'll be back next week, and have a great weekend. Couch potato out. Oh, also make sure to share the show with a friend. Check us out on Twitter at The Couch Spot. And, yeah, come back uh, every Friday at 6 p.m. We'll uh, see you then.